from Ansi Ferrum, and this is Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone listening to our podcast today, this is episode three of season two of Interview Under Fire podcast. And today I have Pete from Ansiferum with me today. And thank you for joining me today, man. Thank you very much. Now, uh, big month up ahead for you guys. Uh, first, I'm going to start off with the obvious question. How are you? <laughs> how have things been for you and your band as of late? And how has everything been since our lives have pretty much have changed back in March, you know? How is the lockdown life in Finland? Um, well, everything changed completely, you know. Um, no yeah. shows, no nothing. And uh, uh, I can't remember when I was this long at home in a row, you know, the last time. Um, most likely before I started to touring with bands in 2003. So... Uh, in that kind of way, it's really weird at the moment, and I think this is gonna continue over summer, maybe maybe throughout this whole year. So uh, it's weird, I can tell you that. I mean, weird to say at the least. So being stuck at home, like we all are, how are you keeping up with your guitar chops and vocals? Could you live in a place where you can just belt out and and go all out without the neighbors complaining or anything like that? <laughs> um, I haven't tried it out that loud yet, but uh, if, if, I, if I have to do that one, I'll let, I'll let you know what they say. But uh, we have done a couple of rehearsals this far, and uh, that's that's pretty cool. And um, I can I, I've been spending my time playing a lot uh, guitar, and uh, that's been actually very cool since you know I haven't been able to be playing for myself that much. You know, just check out stuff when I would really like to check out like other songs from different bands you know just jamming around with albums at home uh so that is very cool also playing a lot of xbox watching netflix you know the i guess the the very basic stuff what people are doing nowadays yeah and it's one of the things that you guys did recently yesterday you guys released an unbelievable music video uh run women victory i want to get into that in just a second but does this pandemic now that you're home does it open up new things for you personally and artistically that you may have not noticed about yourself before um kind of yeah like how hard it actually is to put yourself onto a recording mode and find a good angle that actually captures you and does not cut your head off uh, <laughs> of course i know that one yeah the, the phone actually needs to be several meters away that you can see the whole guitars and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, all this uh, different kind of interaction with fans through social media, I think it's going to pop up a lot during this summer, a lot more. So uh, kind of like teaching new tricks for old dogs, you know. You know, I know one of the things that you do talk about, and I've seen your Instagram. It's it's amazing your Instagram posts. You made it. There was like an April first, uh, April Fool's joke that Instagram put that you were going to take up cooking. So <laughs> if I if I'm correct, you you're an expertise at in that department, correct? Cooking is like one of your I hobbies. I have no 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 idea what I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> winging it, Matt. <laughs> okay, so what's on the menu today then? <laughs> uh, today I was. Doing chicken with rice and coconut cream on it and some vegetables in it. 
I have not eaten anything yet so far. So right now you got me going with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's already eight o'clock in the evening over here. So I have my dinner two hours ago. You know, with the cooking, you know, you talked about uh, we talked about, um, you know, trying to stay busy being at home. One of the things that you guys did now, I'm going to bounce back to that uh, music video you guys released yesterday, Rum Women Victory. One of the things you did is getting fans involved. And with that, yeah. it was almost sort of, um, you know, what bands are doing these days are are live streaming, trying to engage with the fans in any sort of aspect, any sort of tool that they can get the fan interaction and get try, try to get them involved. It's a challenging thing. So you, as an artist, I have that question for you. Do you think the quarantine-induced live streaming surge that we're seeing now, is it going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after this is over? Um, well, why not? Since uh, you can reach a lot wider audience with a live stream show than just you know flying over somewhere and playing a show over there. It's pretty, well, small scale in that kind of way. That's true. Uh, well, depending on the size of the band, of course. Uh, but I don't think anything is going to eat the live show away, you know. The band yeah, you... physically playing on stage and you go over there, you, you feel the heat, you feel the beat, you know. You, that is what makes it a live show, you know. You know, we had we had uh, Insomnium on our show a couple weeks ago, and uh, Nilo was telling me how they were one of the first bands to. I, I think I think a few other bands, of course, before them did that, but they were one of the yeah. first bands to take advantage of the live streaming. That when the first lockdown started, and I'm not sure if you've seen this, they they sold virtual tickets online to fans, and they tuned in and watched it that way. So. You know, that was an idea that I, 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 would, I think it was great for them to try to utilize and get the fans involved. For example, if I see Insafirim, if I see you like on stage, it's, it's different. If I see you on stage, it's a different energy than seeing you like on the screen. So I think that ties into what you guys did yesterday was just a very unique take on being creative. Like it, what, how did that even first start off? And now Rum Women Victory is the newest single from your album, The Last, that's going to come out on July 10th. Where did the idea for that first start out, and how was the reception from the fans? Because you wanted to get the fans involved. It was like a festival simulator, you like to call it. Yeah, uh, we, we call that one a karaoke video, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Take part, part of that one. So uh, uh, the actual idea came from uh, from Metal Plate Records. They're, they're like awesome. PR people over there, and uh, they asked us to film all these clips at home what you can see on the video too and uh then we just did that one and uh they were editing everything together and getting the guys involved fans involved i think it's a fantastic idea but uh i think we have already seen a few of these videos in the past also but not recently that much so it's a it's a good valid idea still you said it yourself playing live is the highlight of this profession and you guys turn that around and we're able to give fans something that may have they have not noticed before i've never seen this i've watched that video on repeat since it was out and i was like oh my gosh i'm interviewing <laughs> you guys at the perfect time because this is this goes hand in hand and uh you've been at this for over 20 years and you know how are we talking about playing in front of fans is just a passion that you have along with your other bandmates what was your favorite part about touring because you guys have done that extensively over the entirety of your careers 
you know, now that you kind of just take a step back, just exhale and just look back at, do you see, do you see it differently now? What was your favorite part about it? There's food, culture, fans. There's so many things you can take away from that. Yes, there is. And uh, now like looking back in time could have actually used a little bit more time to go actually see something, you know, when you're in a different city, it's just, go check out the local sightseeing and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not always possible during uh, whatever kind of schedule is per day. And also the venue locations uh, pretty much also decides that do you actually have time to go out or not? So, uh, but like you said, playing the live show, that is the highlight of every single night. Yeah. Now I want to switch gears here. Now I want to jump on Thalassic as right now, because you know, it's it's a wonderful album. I think you guys have reached the pinnacle of your sound with with this. And you talked about how you wanted to you wanted to be more compact with the songs and more direct. I I know one of your interviews you said you wanted to aim that. Do you do you believe you reached that with this record? Because it was also different from the usual Insafirum sound. Because there was like, I believe there's a theme involved in this as well. Correct? Uh, that is correct. Yes. And um, well, the thalassic means related to water and ocean basically so the theme is it's a wet team so <laughs> in a way uh yeah and also the uh, the songs are very much more compact and straightforward more to the point kind of arrangements on on this album uh during the songwriting we we were cutting out kind of like unnecessary parts away from the songs that did not serve any bigger part purpose for the song itself so uh that's that's why the songs are actually shorter than usually because the normal length answer firm track is like between five and seven minutes so now we're actually clocking four minutes something which means which also feels kind of weird for us you know what about uh you know with the recording experience did you guys approach the same producer or was it somebody different this time around uh we used our man janne Joutseniemi, who was producing and recording Victor's songs and From Afar album with us. So we, we asked okay. him to join forces with us with, with this new one. And uh, he said, yes, would be very nice. And so we started to work. And uh, he was the man, again, in the chair who says, like, you can do better. Go do it again. You, know, you always uh, want someone to challenge you when it comes to yeah, putting out music, I, I so that's he, that's he great to hear. He also does that one sometimes, just to, you know, piss us off, so you can do <laughs> even better. You know, when you're a little bit angry, you you have that extra kick in your. That's ass. okay. So, hey, I yeah. I heard that. I heard that in the record over and over. It's been on repeat yeah. uh, for the last few days. And what about the songwriting? Was that a little different? Because you know, I know you said Marcus handles the music and Sammy handles the lyrics. Was that the same? structure you guys went in with this record or was it a little different than before is that a system that you guys are comfortable with that system has been in use since the beginning of the band basically when i when i, I joined the band 2004 and after that one it's been basically all the time like that so that wheel keeps on turning just fine so uh we haven't made any new approaches to the songwriting and uh when Marcos brings the ideas, what he has to the rehearsal place, we just sit down over there and we play around with every possible idea just comes up in our, our crazy heads. You know, no matter how crazy the idea, we will try it out because you 
never know. It might be really, really good and fun. Man, most you of are, them are very, very yeah. goofy and stuff like that. That we're like, can we actually put that one on an album? And somebody's just like, why not? You know, then, then it ends up in the album. I mean, you're eight albums in your career. Why not try anything, something new out? I mean, it's always yeah. a, it's always a great way to keep things fresh. Now, I want to talk about Pekka. You know, he's uh, the newest member of the band, and you talked about like him being on keyboards. I, man, his element, like whatever he brings to this band, I heard that and vividly on this album, which you guys just nailed it on the head with bringing him in. What new or different spectrum does he bring into Interferum that you may have not had before? Well, first of all, he is an incredible singer. So uh, oh, he brings his yeah he brings his voice to the band, and uh, we are really happy that we found him and uh, that he applied for the band. And uh, it's kind of hard to explain what he brings. It's more like an ear thing. You need to hear it, then you know. You know. How long did it take you to record this record in particular? Um, we started in early January and recordings were finished at mid-February. So like five, six weeks, something like that. Okay, now I want to follow up to that because this has been a popular topic uh, in my show in the past, gosh, 10 episodes. Album delays. Has that ever crossed your mind? Because we've seen bands like Lamb of God and Slave move their releases back. And then some bands like Trivium and Black Dahlia Murder, they stuck with the schedule. Do you, is that something that has crossed your guys' minds? Like when it comes to releasing an album during, of course, you don't plan for a pandemic. Like, oh, okay, if it's a <laughs> pandemic, there's a, no, here's the protocol we got we to gotta follow. So <laughs> of course not, you know, but, but yeah. just, just something to think about. Like, is that something that you guys did think about? Um, let's say right after the album was recorded and mixed and mastered, that was then in early March when okay. all this Corona thing was starting to spread really fast around. And uh, at that point, we were a little bit worried that uh, releasing an album uh, during the summer is going to be a disaster. But now that we have been comfortably hanging around for a couple of months over here, I think it's time for people to, you know, hear new music anyway. The album would be coming out whenever it would, but uh, why not put it out when it was supposed to be released on July 10th? So uh, people have new music to listen to. At least they should be very well like, familiar with the songs when we finally hit the road again. Well, I got to say, again, I'm going to trace back to that music video yesterday you guys released. I think that's yeah. that serves exactly to what your point you're trying to make because that's it's dedication to your craft and you're giving it to the fans for i mean it's because of artists like you we're not going insane in our houses we can still do our mosh pits but of course it's not like <laughs> with other people we're still doing it within our room just not trying to mess it up as much as much as we can so yeah now with that album there was a theme that you talked about had it was a it was a c theme at to what level do you like to have a theme for your records how important are themes anyway and is that more about helping you guys write or sound or is that more for the audience because a lot of artists they don't really care about themes they just do 10 songs and that's it which is fine they do their system but you guys you guys executed this to perfection so when it came to getting a theme and and actually writing about it and telling the stories i felt like i was on a freaking ship 
as I was listening to this <laughs> record, man. So, right, right. so, so, you know, I just, I just want to know what, what came to about that. Uh, well, this is the first like full on theme album on Anthony Ferrum's history. So, uh, it's first thing for everything, I guess. So, um, it did not change the, uh, like the, the songwriting actually pretty much at all, could say, uh, Sami Hink, our bass player, is the man behind this whole whole theme, and uh, he was doing a lot of research on his spare time, what he had, like digging out historical events and uh, checking out different myths from all around the world, and uh, I think he did a very fantastic job with that. Yeah. So, how do you feel? How do you feel? You know, you know, Pete, as as an artist, you know, this is long, you know, into your career, deep this this deep into your career. Do you feel like you put out the record you want it to? Um, sure, yes. Um, I don't know, since this is the first theme album, I don't know actually how to how to see this that much, you know. Um, we never go like very deep analytical style in our music, you know. We just do music what sounds good to us and uh sami takes care of the lyrics at that point and uh and then we just record it and go on the road to play the songs so uh i but uh, i think it was maybe it was time in the middle of this pandemic this kind of theme album finally come out from Anzi ferrell and uh who knows what the future will bring them you know well this certainly like, also, yeah. also opens a lot of doors you know for different kind of themes or full concept albums or whatever absolutely yeah so uh let's see what the future brings first we need to get this album out oh yeah definitely and i'm glad you guys are sticking to the schedule and i i can't wait for the fans to hear it because the way i how i felt i'm sure the fans are listening to this right now it's (laughs) you're gonna feel like you're on a ship and you're with a bunch of pirates and just make sure that you know just you enjoy yourself you know a thing that i want to talk about is you're talking about the themes you know finish you know, Finland music and metal is known for their, uh, I, I talked about this with Nilo, about their sorrowful and mel- melancholic songs, mainly stemming from, like, the post-war era, from, like, the 40s and 50s. Is that something that ever also crossed your mind when it came to being influenced by a stamp like that in your culture? Because I've seen titles throughout your discography, and, you know, there's there's war themes, there's there's battle themes and stuff like that. It Was this kind of, like, just a step away from the norm, I suppose? I would go with the latter, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a very hard question. Uh, we we have never never actually put any bullet points from like like Finnish history or whatever that much into into our music. There has been quotes and uh, inspiration coming from the the Finnish folklore Kalevala. The same one yeah. also uh, Amorphis has used throughout times already a lot. So uh, that is basically it pretty much. That That's okay because I think it's just an important topic to cover because you come from just just a rich culture of just music everywhere. I, I believe it was like, I think it's 10,000 bands per city in, in Finland. I don't know if that's the right stat, <laughs> well, but, but you know, you know, know. Yeah, but I want to follow up on that. You know, what advice would you have for someone wanting to follow in your footsteps, especially a band coming out of Finland? You know, you guys have made a stamp and and heavily in metal music and just music culture in general, especially down there in the native land. 
Well, it's it's hard work. I can tell you that one just to keep afloat. And uh, if you really want to do this one, then I believe also you can do this one. You know, you got to stay stay true to yourself and do the music what you want to have to be done. You know, and uh, stick to that one. Basically, have you? It's yeah. Have your aspirations as a person have they changed or evolved since when you first started playing music? Do you see things differently now? Well, yeah. Now, now being playing in a in bands uh, almost like twenty years. Well, actually, yeah, twenty years. So, yeah. uh, of course, it would have been cool to know what I know now. 20 years ago, <laughs> but that's called live and learn, you know, uh, of yeah. course. Yeah. But, uh, this is the thing, what I love to do, what the guys love to do. And, uh, I don't see this one changing to a normal day job anytime soon. Hopefully. I remember when I first, uh, one of the first times I discovered Insafirium was actually through Norther. And I know you had your, you had to work with them. You're talking about how Norther was more like the fun side of the business. It was just kind of just the relaxed, relaxing type of music that you play, just where you can just go all out and do whatever you want. But you did that here. You did that with the classic. And I I think you just everything you uh, culminated from what you when you first started, it's just into this album. And for the fans that are hearing, this is an album you don't want to miss. And moving forward from that, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat here because we're near the end of our interview. This is one of my favorite yeah. parts. So I'm going to see if you know your own songs. I'm going to call Ooh. her a lyric, <laughs> and you're going to tell me what song is from, okay? All right. I'm, I'll, try to, I'll try to be easy on you, okay? <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. Okay, you should get this. What should one do when the answer's not there? <laughs> on the highest mountain or the deepest seabed? What should one do if not fully alive? face looming death with a grin of the nectar of courage. You already know. You're about to say it. Ah, uh, one with the C. Booyah. That's Rum Women Victory. No oh. shit. Oh, well, definitely. It was still from the new album, so I get a hand. That's true. There you go. You, you get a point for that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, because I have artists who say, like, oh, yeah, I'll get all of it, and they don't get any yeah. of it, and then it's no, the opposite. No, no. I, I get very confused with lyrics, and, uh, well... It, it just goes to show how deep your catalog is, and I, yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's that's awesome. All right, let's keep it going. Raise the arms. The battle is near. Through the mud and waters clear. The blood is coloring the lands again. A sign of victory the wind will send. I absolutely love that lyric. I'm throwing it back here, so. I have no idea what song that is. It's on iron. Okay. Is it the... um? It could be that one track from that album, what we have never played live, most likely. Is it Sword Chant? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's why I'll... I don't know it. <laughs> I'll give you that one. By the way, the next one is One with the Sea. I actually had that. So it's been so long, I've lost count. The day's grown colder, waves have frozen. I can't turn back time and change the fate. I guess it was never in our hands anyway. Yeah. All right. One with the Sea. That's <laughs> now I collect the, the, the second half point. There, there we go. Now he's got the full point, guys. He's yeah. he's caught up. All right. In time, bleeding wounds will heal. Unlike some which are too deep to see, like scars. The wonder. Yeah, yeah. 
Nice. Ooh. Some victory songs. All right. Actually, Wanderer. No Vic in the front of that one. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, yeah it's Wanderer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably making you rethink your entire set list now, huh? <laughs> He's like, well, what is this? Why am I doing this? Okay. All right, they came with their troops, destroying land and roots, abominations under the sun. They and their poisoned truth. Oh, man, that is them. Okay, this is... So, so the last one was Victory Songs. Think one album forward from that. From afar, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. You know, oh. it's been... You want me to read it again? Seven years from that album, too, already. That's true. So, um... um <laughs> damn. I can read it again if you need me to. No, nah, I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. I can't get the title. In my this head. is actually my favorite one from that record. Is Heathen Throne. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. also explains it. We, we haven't played that one in, let's say, almost 10 years. Hey, you got all this time now. Let's read the yeah. yeah. set list. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. Couple more. Let's see. When, okay. All right. When will time heal and fulfill the dream of my heart? When will we unite as one and light our own star? Could that be Star Queen? It's off Unsung Heroes. Yeah. Uh, then it's not the Star Queen. Then it's the other one. The um. Damn it. Last it's, time we played that one, we were doing the uh, acoustic tour about two years, two and a half years ago. Uh, what is the name of the goddamn? It starts with a C. It's two words. Yeah. Celestial Bond. Yeah. There you go. Hey, right. I, I, I'm going to give you that one. All right. We're moving forward in time now. Mad men on the streets keep herding their sheep, high or low. We're all going to go down at least for six feet. I know that song. Yep. I need to remember the title of it. It's them. <laughs> All these refreshers I'm just throwing at you right now. Yeah. Um... Damn. I could pretty much, you know, just pick up the guitar and play the song, but I don't remember the title of it. <laughs> God is dead. God is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is the final question. If it was up to you, and it is up to you, if you had a favorite artist that, that you would like to collaborate with, who would that be that you haven't with already? I would love to work with King Diamond. Great answer. Wow, I can definitely see that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, the history that you guys have and just, hey, shout it out and King Diamond. And, you know, if this podcast yeah. ever crosses them, let's do a collaboration. Why not? All right, Pete. Uh, do you have any last shout-outs that you want to put into or like any um, plugs that you want to just say before we finish up here? Um, just that, uh, well, the album is coming on July 10th. We also have a live stream show coming out on the same day. 
and uh, within a couple of weeks, three weeks, uh, a new music video is also coming out from the song Andromeda. And uh, everybody just stay safe and uh, take care and have fun in the summer without any festivals and stuff. But uh, just try to kick back and enjoy. And uh, well, stay safe. En enjoy Rum Women. Yeah, enjoy yeah. Rum Women Victory because that's the festival. You know, that's the festival we have right now. That's the simulator. That's the karaoke. So hopefully yeah. we see more of that if you guys have that. Yeah. Now, fans who are listening, this is Pete from Insafirium. Their new album, The Lassics, out July 10th on Metal Blade, Metal Blade Records. Buy that, stream it, please, and support these guys. They will be on the road or in your rooms virtually uh, sooner yeah. than later. And everyone who's listening, you can stream this podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast streams. Pete, thanks so much, man. We'll see you next time, bro. Thank you very much, man. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade. That's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.